0: My partner and I love to fart in front of each other because, come on, farts are funny. We would sometimes clutch onto things as if we were in pain and then fart and cackle about it for ages. One day, I was happily sitting on the couch watching Toy Story and my partner casually walked in front of me, blocking my view of the TV. He stepped up to the coffee table, pulled his shorts down, squatted and farted. Unfortunately, it followed through. A small brown raindrop fell from his bum and landed delicately on the coffee table. It felt like I'd somehow just witnessed this in slow motion as I tried to comprehend what happened. All I could do was scream in horror. My partner panicked, quickly stood up and looked down at the poor soiled coffee table. He jumped down and stood there saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, his face bright red as I sat there crying and hysterically laughing. He ran off and got toilet paper and so many cleaning products and wiped everything down, still while saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I live happily knowing there's no possible way I could ever embarrass myself in front of him now. He outdid himself. Hello, everyone. This is Alita Bryden, but you can call me Ali, and I'd like to welcome you to your Podcast Bad Dates. It's the very first episode. So I'm here to talk to you about dating culture, romance, apps, dodgy dates, and of course, people shitting their pants. Now, I'm also your host on the Bad Dates of Melbourne Facebook page and Instagram, where we've been talking about bad dates for about five years now. And I feel like if you're out there in the world of dating and dating apps, you absolutely have been on a bad date. We all have, I have been on a zillion. So the fact that I have sustained the social media presence for over five years, I mean, it comes as no surprise. It comes as no surprise if you're out there dating, because you're like me, you've been ghosted, stood up, you've met some real weird people and there have been bad experiences and there have been some really funny experiences as well. So at Bad Dates of Melbourne, people write in and they submit their bad date stories anonymously and together we walk away with a little bit more knowledge and understanding of the dating scene and sometimes ourselves as well. Now this is my First podcast so please be gentle with me be kind to me uh, and hopefully um, we'll have a lot of fun together over the coming weeks. Now I gotta tell you my own experience with celebrity dating it's so bad so I was in the inner city of Melbourne at a club and I, I was having a great night on the Passion Pop. Like I was a Pover Uni student and like I'm, I'm not a Uni student anymore. But <laughs> I was a Pover Uni student at the time and I was on the dance floor and me and my friend, we had this thing that if we saw a coin on the ground, like a $2 coin, a $1 coin, that was like, the highlight of our night. So we would go to like these fancy nightclubs, and this is the back when everyone paid cash for everything. and we would like walk in and instead of scanning for light like, babes, we would like scan the floor to find like the two dollar coin. And then if we found the two dollar coin, that was like incredible. and we would be so thrilled that it was an extra two bucks for our like you know Pavo uni students so. so anyway, I was on the dance floor with my mate and lo and behold, down on the ground was a $2 coin. So I pick it up off the floor and because, you know, I was on the Passion Pop, I decided to do this kind of like celebratory dance, a celebratory kind of like display of my joy at finding this coin on the ground, this $2 coin, which um, was a lot of money back then. And I mean, it's two bucks, so it's not like nothing now either um and I put on this display this like confident display of like me finding my two bucks um on the dance floor and I was very pleased anyway we toddle off to the bar maybe two or three minutes after this um show that I put on and a man walks up to us and he goes hello ladies have you seen any named this massive Hollywood movie and we had, and I reckon that you would have seen it as well. I'd be very surprised if you didn't. Um, so we said yes, and he introduced himself to us as the agents of these two Hollywood celebrities. And we go over to them. The agent introduces us to them, and one of them, one of them, looks at me and says, "I saw you on the dance floor." And I like the way you move. And I thought, oh my God, this guy, this famous person has seen me pick two bucks off the ground. <laughs> this nightclub. He's seen me pick two bucks off the ground. And he's seen my like kind of jig <laughs> of excitement at finding this two dollar coin. And he's obviously thinks it's like this sensual, sensual kind of like display that i'd put on because i mean he was right into it but like it, it wasn't i wasn't out there trying to impress him or really anyone i just had sort of found two dollars and for someone that had been drinking passion pop that night i mean like that's a lot of money <laughs> that's like that's like 30 percent of a passion pop back in those days so anyway um i actually didn't really think much of it um until the next day I jumped on the internet and like we Googled these two people because we like we barely even believed that they were really were who were they were like we really didn't believe that they were who they said they were, and we found our pictures on this kind of like photography paparazzi side. <laughs> so after that, we were like, oh, they really, they really were celebrities. That really was. A celebrity that saw me like celebrating my two bucks on the dance floor, (laughs) and I'll I'll, just to summarize. Sorry to wind up this story. I'll tell you what: in this cashless society, there is probably nothing more devastating than going to a club and realizing if you pick up, it's going to be another person. It's not going to be like a coin on the ground that you can go back and spend at Safeway Liquorland. Fashion pop. Um, so, yeah, that's a real downgrade, I think. But, um, yeah. <laughs> have you ever wanted to date a celebrity? I think a lot of people have their fantasies of dating a famous person and what that would entail, whether it would be, you know, the glamorous lifestyle or the big grand gestures where you're getting you like a zillion roses or you know there's kind of like this whole dream behind it and I think that um, over the period of our lives we've all had celebrity crushes. Mine is Andre 3000 from Outcast who I have had a crush on for I reckon like I don't know, 20 years now. So whether that fantasy of dating a celebrity is something that actually translates to real life, I actually don't think that it does. And you'll find out that they are, are very normal people and much less glamorous and exciting in real life. But I wanted to give you a little bit of a glimpse into that world and how dating operates for famous people. Now, I will just uh, add before I get into it, there's no names on this podcast or in Bad Dates of Melbourne so I'm not going to be letting you in on too much but rather giving you kind of a, a general look at it as to how it all works because I think it is very interesting. So starting off I know that a lot of you will be using yeah the standard apps you know the the, uh, the general apps that we all use to swipe and uh, one of the ways in which we see uh, celebrities on dating apps so and, and this is all um rumors from my experience, uh, my opinion, all of that kind of thing. I don't have evidence for this, but I have noticed that when you start a new profile with a dating app, a totally new profile and you open the app, they will show you the most, in my opinion, the most popular people on the app. And this frequently includes local celebrities so when you've got a new profile on a dating app you'll see everybody um that is low-key famous using the app not that that's like (laughs) like I mean I will level you personally I'm not really very interested in dating celebrity but it's you know you get an idea of who's using it um so that's it's just interesting to see them out there second up uh you've probably heard of Raya so Raya is like this private membership-based dating app slash community for people to connect and cl- collaborate. And it's it's look, it's mostly used as a dating app, although people do find friends on it. It's really, really hard to um, become part of the Raya dating app. Um, it's actually referred to in the media as Illuminati dating. So it's very, very exclusive. And you'll find that people and celebrities who use Raya They don't talk about it because you're not really meant to mention it. It's all very hush, hush, secret, secret, Raya. Um, And I don't, from the best of my knowledge, I don't even think you're allowed to take screenshots on the app. So it's like very secretive. Now, what I can tell you is, and I'm not on Raya for the record. um, I do know that if you have an Android phone, they won't let you on Raya. it's only available on Apple Apple. So like the Povos like me who use Android. I mean we're 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 not dating any celebrities. (laughs) Not on a right anyway. We're not dating any celebrities because we're on Android. So I don't know who we're gonna date. Like Bill Gates or something. No, no Apple celebrities. (laughs) Anyway, going back to you can get into the app um by invitation and they look at the contacts on your phone from the best of my understanding and then the RIA committee look at all of that and you'll find out whether you've been approved and and sometimes it takes people months and months to find out whether they've been approved. So it is like I said really hard to get in. From the best of my understanding you swipe globally instead of locally and there are also rumours, there are rumours, there are rumours that there are kind of levels to rise, so you might be swiping with, you know, the local celebrities here um, in Australia, the influencers or whatever else, and there are allegedly, um, rumoredly, look at me <laughs> putting all of my caveats on it, levels where you'd be swiping on the um, Hollywood celebrities or whatever else. Now, there are lots of dating apps Around And I see them on my Instagram feed and they try and position themselves as these super exclusive dating apps where you're going to be meeting all of these wealthy, famous people. I mean, just don't, don't buy into it. Because I feel like if you're, if you can buy your way into an exclusive app, it's not exclusive. And, and like, I'm not being a snob when I say that. I'm just saying that um you know if they're out there advertising on social media they're probably not like yeah they're not the same so I read this hilarious quote on Raya which was you think you want to be on Raya until you know for a fact that your celebrity crush swiped left on you (laughs) so I mean maybe it's just best not to know (laughs) on the topic of farting. Now I feel that farts in relationships fall into three different categories and to summarize that, first we have your everyday life fart which I'll go into in a moment. Secondly you have a comedic fart and a good example of that is in the story that we just covered and thirdly we have your revenge part and I feel that this is the most controversial of the three so anyway let's rewind and go back to the everyday life part now that is just your body doing what it's got to do so if you're in a relationship and you have to let one go or one slips out I mean just roll along with it roll along with it don't judge your partner and just be cool with it because it's what bodies do and you know you've just got to be cool with that second this is where we're getting into the controversial territory, the comedic fart, like the comedic fart similar to what we heard in the story there. Now, a comedic fart is along the lines of pull my finger or listen to this or all of that kind of thing. And I feel that in a lot of relationships, (laughs) this is something that people have fun with. Uh, They laugh about it. It's it's funny, and I think that it's good because people should not be super serious about their bodies. You know, if you have a laugh, have a laugh. Where's cool. Thirdly, and this is something I'm not fond of. It's the revenge fight. So I'm going to dip into my own personal history here, and you might have actually heard me talk about this on Bad Dates of Melbourne. And I actually I didn't fess up. I posted this story. Anonymously, but it was it was my story. So essentially, imagine this: you're in a car with your date or your boyfriend, and you're driving along wherever it is that you're going, and you're enjoying yourself. You know, you're playing some music, whatever else, having a chat, and all of a sudden you hear a click noise, and you think, "Oh, what was that?" Next thing you know, a fog comes over the car, and you realise that your partner has farted, has farted, and locked the windows of the car so you are trapped in this Mobile stench going eighty kilometers a hour la- wow, down the freeway, down the Eastern Freeway, down the Monash Freeway, whatever it is, and you're trapped, and you can't open the windows. You're struggling. You're like, I don't know. You're like pouring your way through the air, through the fog, as you're trying to like escape this fart. And your date, or your partner, or your boyfriend, or whoever it is, is just cackling, cackling as you are uh, stuck with this stench, this kind of like pants foul, horrible stench. And you look at them as they laugh at you while you are just trapped in the noise of this smell of this fart. And they're loving it. And they're laughing like it's the most hilarious thing ever. And you are like, why am I dating you? (laughs) Why? Why am I dating you? And I feel the problem with this scenario that I have just described. And can I say, I have experienced this on more than one occasion. The problem with this scenario I have just described is that one person is laughing, not two. So I feel the revenge fart. I mean, it's not cool unless both people are laughing. Um, And I feel like when I've been trapped in the car with the kind of like fart, I don't even know how to say, it's like thick, right? it's like a thick fog if you've ever experienced this I didn't find that funny at the time because it was just so horrendous I mean to be fair in hindsight now I actually am laughing about it a little bit Um, and hopefully if you're listening to this while you're driving no one's got any ideas and I mean if you hear that click you could be for a little bit trouble but essentially I reckon you got to opt in to the hilariousness of a part and it's only funny um if everyone's on board and laughing along. otherwise it's just rude and gross thank you so much for tuning into the very first ever episode of bad dates with Ali I've absolutely loved talking to you. Now, if you've liked this podcast, please get around it and support it in every which way you can, because if you like it, I will keep making more because I have got so much information in my brain about dating, bad dates, dating culture, bazillion stories, you name it, I've got it. And um, if you enjoy it, I'll keep doing it. So anyway, have a great week. I'll talk to you later. See you on social media. Bye.